All Hello, right. good morning. Good morning. It's been a while since we've done one of these. I guess three weeks, you say. And um, <laughs> we have a new we have a new setup. I think I like these on so I can see you better. Yeah, you you look pretty good with them on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh it is Friday, uh, August twentieth, twenty twenty one. And we were well, I guess today we're gonna talk about the great state of Colorado. Yeah, and I think there are a lot of things to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I, there's a plethora of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful stuff. This morning, as a matter of fact, it's still being August, which mm -hmm. August, August, the months of the month of August can actually be pretty brutal as far as heat goes in Colorado. Isn't it normally known as the dog uh, the dog days of summer? Is that what they refer yeah, to it, it as? Is that what they term august to be i don't know if that's where it came from or not. days i always thought it pertained to august because august does seem to be a very hot month and um so far it feels like fall it's an odd august to be sitting well in. Uh, part of it mm -hmm. is we were used to it being in the 90s for so long throughout july so now that we're what i think the high today is only going to be around 81 mm -hmm. it's going to feel a little cooler but still it's pretty warm mm -hmm. Still pretty warm. Yeah, just not what August typically is. But e either yeah. way, it's, mm -hmm. it's a good morning to have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, cheers. 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 Here's to you. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's to good friends. Today is kind of special. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in Colorado, yesterday mm -hmm. there were there was a tornado warning here That's in Colorado. I was not here, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. I was listening to something else and didn't get a break in news or anything, but mm -hmm. I heard about it. We've actually had a tornado, a small one, <clears throat> go down our street before. Mm -hmm. It's about 10 years ago or so. It, it ripped up one of our trees. It, it was easily a 20-year-old tree, ripped it right out of the ground, smashed it into the fence. We had to get a new roof. And um, nothing was totally destructed, but still kind of scary. I think I was in Las Vegas when that happened. Hmm. My wife told me there's a tornado went down the street, and of course I don't believe her. You know, I was probably just with this you. was ten years ago. About was I with you? No, not at that oh, time. Oh, okay, because I was with you about ten yeah, years this ago. Was, this yeah. was a different okay. trip. And okay, where I was indulging on a was it work? It was work related. Okay, but that type of job. Because at the time you worked for the casinos, right? Yeah, right. And so those that are in the industry know. That it could be a good time. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, either way, but living here in Colorado, mm -hmm. that's kind of where we're at weather-wise right now. Mm -hmm. Don't necessarily want to talk about the weather, but I don't oh, know. we could talk weather. I think weather's okay. decent. It all fits in because I did mention it feels like fall, and fall to me is the best time of year. Mm. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, Are you a pumpkin spice type person? <laughs> <laughs> Not overly. I mean, I won't turn it down, but I won't go out of my way for it either. Right. But, that, uh, that is yeah. almost exactly how I feel. I was mm -hmm. just thinking to myself, that's actually pretty tasty, mm -hmm. but I will not stand in line and order mm -hmm. a pumpkin spice mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. I have some spices in the cabinet. I'm, I may sprinkle a little bit in my coffee mm -hmm. every now and then, but no. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even thinking that, but now you got me thinking it. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah so... Uh, yeah, fall is your favorite time of year? I you know, growing up growing up here in Colorado, the great state of Colorado, as I like to refer to it, um, growing up, spring was my favorite time of year because spring meant that summer was on its way. 
and you would see the flowers coming up. Mm-hmm. You'd see you'd see the the grass starting to go green, and you would get the rain. And the rain was always awesome because you gotta love the smell of rain. Didn't it seem uh, like it always rained in the late afternoon? Always, always, and now always, it's so rare. Always, yeah. And the reason I remember that because I played baseball mm-hmm. when I was younger, and there was always the chance of the game getting canceled. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that I think the weather has changed. It's yeah, it's not as scheduled as it used to be. Right. Yeah. Um, I used to really enjoy summertime. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. It's it's just too hot for me. I think I'm just getting old. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just too brutal. It's hot. You stay inside with the air conditioner on all mm-hmm. all the time, and and I'm sure to the folks that live south of us and. Arizona and mm-hmm. places like that think, oh, you know, no, you don't yeah. know what hot is. But mm-hmm. That's true. I feel for them. That's true. I wouldn't live there. Well, it's like I remember one time when I was a waiter at Chili's, um, this couple came in and they were from Florida and they were saying how cold it was that day. And it was a very pleasant day. <laughs> it was so nice out. It was very pleasant, but they thought it was cold. Yeah. I have no, Florida does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I've only been there once. It was on business, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't see. Granted, I didn't see much of it, but it was very humid, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, hurricanes is something I would just not want to deal with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It seems like every couple of years you have to deal with it, and it just seems like I don't know. They're a bunch of morons. Yeah, uh, not not everybody, of course, yeah. but you've seen. The headlines of Florida man, a Florida woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Blop dot dot dot. I always refer to Florida as the the media whore state. Why do you say that? Because it's a whore to be in the media. <laughs> <laughs> They're always doing something to be in the media. Yeah. I don't know so, if they yeah. I don't know if they think about no, that. No, 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 not think... media whore. I call it the attention whore state. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't even know, but I don't think they give it that much thought to tell you the truth. What? That Florida um, to do something to to get attention. I just think they just act. Oh yeah, I don't think they intentionally. And, it's just how they are. You know, yeah, and there's yeah. people like that all around, mm-hmm. all over the place. So mm-hmm. giving Florida a bad time, but yeah. oh well. Let's not talk Florida, no, because we live in Colorado. So, <laughs> but yeah, spring growing up was my favorite time of year because mm-hmm. it meant summer was on its way and we'd be on summer break. I do remember one time growing up in North Glen. Um, it was weird. We were in the neighborhood. I was not driving. I was too young to drive, so someone was driving. And we were going through the neighborhood, and we were at a stop sign, and then we started moving forward. And then as we crossed the street, it suddenly rained. And it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Because we literally at the stops, uh, stop sign, you cross the road, and then rain came down. Was just it suddenly. A it was a wall of rain? Yeah, it seemed down? like it just, as soon as we crossed mm-hmm. the street, the rain hit. And it was the weirdest thing to have that happen. So uh-huh. I guess it was just the timing of crossing that road. Right. But it stuck with me. I remember that moment. It was, it was cool. One of, the, one of the many things that's really cool about living in Colorado I think it's a safe place to live. Very. I'm not talking about people and crime. I'm talking yeah. about natural disasters. Exactly. You don't have to yeah. worry about hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Earthquakes can happen, but they're so little mm-hmm. and rare when they do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what's funny is you hear people in Oklahoma and Kansas. They're like, did you feel that earthquake? Yeah. Right. It's like I mean, they, they get that, that on a regular basis because right. I see the posts about it on Facebook. And 
Oklahoma gets earthquakes. <laughs> I guess they do. But I um, guess every now and then we have to worry about tornadoes, but not that often. I think the biggest risk of living here, and it's not necessarily for your, that could cause, well, it could cause, but you have warning about it as far as personal injuries, hail. But property mm-hmm. damage, man, hell could jack you up mm-hmm. as far as your car, mm-hmm. your house, your your lawn, whatever you whatever's outside. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty common here, especially tucked in next to the mountains like we are right here. Mm-hmm. Um tornadoes, not so much. It, it can happen, but usually they're further east. Mm-hmm. Um no tsunamis. <laughs> no tsunamis. Yeah. Um, well, you know, for many years there was always that talk of the big earthquake and how boulder would become beachfront property (laughs) they always said boulder was a cutting point for where you know the ocean was going to be and that hasn't happened yet i don't think we have to worry about that i don't think it'll go that far i think growing up i literally i thought that california could literally fall into the ocean which is you don't hear that talk anymore i think think people wish i think people wish it would go in the ocean but there's no actually tool has a song about that what's it called um anima um it's a great great song by tool by tool okay it's older yeah uh but what the song's about is all the bullshit that happens in la yeah the fakeness and all that stuff he wants mm-hmm. um it'll soon get, i'm not going to do the lyrics but it, mm-hmm. it'll be washed away and yeah um and it's like an enema right is yeah exactly okay yeah yeah it's a cleansing of the country or the place uh, of that of that location yeah <clears throat> um yeah it, maybe i'll insert a little mm-hmm. a little snippet of it here but i'm sure Ooh, just about cool. everybody knows what it is yeah. but um, um another great thing about colorado and mm-hmm. we're talking just let's we'll talk about the bad things too mm-hmm. but uh, an, another great thing mm-hmm. is there's always something to do if you're active mm-hmm. um even if you're not active if you just enjoy you know being a fat fuck mm-hmm. sitting around going out to eat there's plenty of things to do mm-hmm along those lines too but if you're active mm-hmm. um i mean you and i could just stop this podcast right now mm-hmm. and we could be in the mountains in 15 minutes not even yeah. in less than 15 minutes mm-hmm. on a trail mm-hmm. um and, and see something that we've probably never seen before yeah which is yeah. pretty awesome yeah now you're talking like this about active being mm-hmm. active going if you're active you know and this is a good state if you're not active Right. Because there's a lot of things just to see in your day-to-day life. If you don't like going to the mountains, you can still look at them. You can and, still look. Yeah. And actually, mm-hmm. you, could, you, you can use the big electric Walmart-type cart Yeah. <laughs> to get on. There are a lot of trails that mm-hmm. have access a lot of, you know, for, for disabled folks, which yeah. are meant for. Or just if you're not disabled and you just don't feel like walking, mm-hmm. you could take one of those carts down and just hope it doesn't run out of juice. Yeah. I still see a lot of cool things. And when you talk about being active, and I said, well, you don't even have to be active to appreciate the state. The nice thing about Colorado is it's not really a state of extremes. We don't have extreme winter. We don't have extreme summer. It's very moderate. Right. It, moderate. I, well, I think and, it can yeah. get really cold and really hot here, but mm-hmm. for a short period of time. Yeah, it's very, it's like you it, get a week or two of it, it, and then once you get past it, you're good. It's not yeah. Like living in, let's say, Boston or Chicago or Chicago, Chicago where could it could get harsh. cold. Mm-hmm. No, the I did spend a couple of years in Chicago, and mm-hmm. what I do remember about um, that winter that we were there, it snowed. That snow stayed on the ground 
the entire winter, mm-hmm. which was <clears throat> it was because it was cold and the snow was disgusting. It was all black from the from the pollution and the cars and whatever. Mm-hmm. But here it it could snow several feet and be yeah. gone in a day or two. I I had a coworker named Bill. Um, he was from Chicago, Illinois. Not Chicago, but he's from Illinois. But he told me how a lot of people's cars are just rusted out yeah. because of all the salt that they use uh, yeah. during the winter. And Plus, and, it's yeah. humid there too. It mm-hmm. doesn't dry out like mm-hmm. it does here. Mm-hmm. Now you hear that thing. It's a dry. It's hot, but it's a dry heat. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? It's true. Yeah, I've never been to Chicago, but ah, uh, I gotta go see it. The pictures I see of people going out there, it just looks like an amazing place. You've been there, right? Yeah, I lived yeah. there. I just yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah, no, but but in Chicago, you spent time in the city. Oh, in the city, it's just, yeah. uh-huh. Is it is it cool? It's worth seeing. Yeah. Um, there's probably well, there are a lot of cool things to do there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're into museums, a mm-hmm. lot of cultural things. Yep. Um, well, they turned the river green. Yeah, that's big, cool. Big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's cool. Fuck those guys. Fuck the Cubs. I I will never go back to Chicago. My oldest daughter was born there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you know, you bring up the Cubs. It is cool to go to a Cubs game Mm. Um, and and see some, you know, just because of the historic value Mm -hmm. behind Wrigley Field and things Mm -hmm. like that. But compared to Colorado and compared to Denver, Mm -hmm. of course, it's a much larger city, Chicago. Mm -hmm. But... It's the gun capital, isn't it? Isn't that where you go to get shot? It, yeah. See? There's there probably more guns in Colorado. Yeah. But the thing is, they're in the right hands here in Colorado. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> registered people. So, But um, we talked about, touched on the Cubs, and you said it's it's a great place to go see baseball or, or go to a Cubs game because what? Tradition? It's the historic very, the value. The historical mm-hmm. value. Mm-hmm. So here in Colorado, we got our sports teams, and I, I would say the one that stands out over all the major sports teams is the Broncos mm-hmm. football. I agree. That's kind of an institution here. Maybe a religion, maybe not so much a religion, but a good fan base here. Uh, it's very ingrained, and it gives uh, Denver and the region, for that matter, right. um, an identity. Um, mm-hmm. So going off of that... Um, I don't work for the Broncos. I don't run the Broncos, but you're not. You don't play for the Broncos. Yeah, I don't play for the Broncos. Um, what was that? Okay, I did play for the Broncos. Okay, maybe they were upset. Um, something I always wanted to see at a Broncos game because if you go to different sporting events, they all have their thing mm-hmm. that they do. If you go to a Boston Red Sox game, they're going to play Sweet Caroline. Is okay, it Sweet I Caroline? Didn't... I don't know. I think they do that. Okay. Because the crowd will sing, sweet, or Caroline, yeah. mm-hmm. then they go, bop, bop, bop. Right. That's like a big thing at a Boston Red Sox song, uh, game. You know, if you go to Chicago Cubs, they do that seventh inning stretch where they all sing mm-hmm. the song. That's kind of where that got popular. If you go to a Green Bay Packers football game, you know, they all, that team is very, uh, that stadium, that team, it's a small it's right. not even a city; it's a town mm-hmm. right. where they play that mm-hmm. game. So it's a very community-based. They do. They have fan the, base. The Lambeau Leap. The Lambeau Leap, and I think the ownership of that stadium is different because I think it's owned by their stockholders. Yeah, and, and part of that arrangement mm-hmm. to be a stockholder is that you're not allowed to sell it. it you're a stockholder, and you're not gonna you're not gonna make money on it. It's just mm-hmm. the whole idea is to keep the 
the, the, the team in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They will it, never move. So it's a very different mindset mm-hmm. with that team. And I'm sure as I go on and on, there's other pro teams that have their thing that they do. One thing I always thought the Broncos should do, and I thought it'd be the coolest thing to see happen. You know, you got Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. Right. And I always thought it would be cool. If you go to a Broncos game, there's the pre-warm-up where the teams are out there stretching Mm -hmm. and getting through, you know, warming up for the game. And, you know, the announcer is doing his little daily announcements about the game. And then they play music. Right. And typically it's hip-hop stuff that they right. play, the uh-huh. most current stuff that, sure. you know, that the players like. or, or Stuff whatnot. the kids like. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? I forget. Um, I always thought, you know what? The Broncos should establish this thing. It's a regional thing. I think when you got people drinking beer, they're going to jump on it. Play John Denver, Rocky Mountain High during the warm-ups because you're going to have a stadium full of people singing along. And what you're going to get are these opposing players that come in from out of town. When's the last time they heard that song? Probably a long time. They're going to walk in and go, oh, they're going to be singing that song in their head. And (laughs) what you're going to do is you're totally going to take these guys out of their game mindset because they're going to be singing Rocky Mountain High with the rest of the stadium. And I just thought, what a cool thing to every warm-up at this now, game. Oh, they put yeah. it on repeat? No, <laughs> play it throughout. No, just play it <laughs> once during the roll. Do it before you do the national anthem. You know, get it to where at some point before the game starts, because Bronco games are so much fun to go to anyways. You get a nice, beautiful fall day. You got the mountains in the backdrop. It's a gorgeous day. You're in the stadium drinking beer. And you get everyone singing that song. I just thought that would Maybe be Maybe there's a, something to that. I, Maybe I, ought to... I am just like, if I were running the show for the Broncos, I would do that. Because I think it would be it would be that sweet Caroline that you hear uh, at of, the Boston Red Sox games. And everyone sings that song. Maybe you ought to write, they sing that write song. them a letter. And, and John Denver is like <laughs> the biggest marketing person of Colorado, extending back to the 70s. You know? Except for John Elway and Peyton Manning. Yeah, they came after the fact. But if you're, <laughs> but you know, the person that really sang up Colorado, the state, was John Denver back then. He you. represented John. He changed but his last name. You know to what? John, yeah. I, w- mm-hmm. I would argue that point. Mm-hmm. I would say when John Denver was writing songs, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he even lived here. I think no, he, I, lived, he in lived in Aspen. Yeah. But writing songs about mm-hmm. this area, the Broncos only had losing teams. Yeah. So but maybe they tried yeah. it. No, I don't think they ever tried it. No. <laughs> okay. No, they should try it. I, I'm just because, giving you a hard yeah. time because mm-hmm. this is the second time you've mentioned that song in our podcast. Yeah. I'm big on it. I think I think it's a winner. Do you have do you I have one out on in your on your cassette deck out in your car? Actually, right now? <laughs> as I was driving over here and I was thinking about, I'm going to mention this Rocky Mountain High because I, I am big on it. Um, I actually played it as I was driving over here. I listened oh. to the song as I was driving over. Yeah, so uh. I just think. What a beautiful sight that would be to be in a stadium where everyone's singing Rocky Mountain High. And I, I, I could just picture Bill Belichick of New England on the field humming that song to himself. He's like, damn it. Oh, I, I my can, players. Are, if yeah. we played that song, I can uh-huh. picture every team beating us, kicking us while we're down, saying, here's your freaking <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> here's your John Denver. Your pansies. John Denver. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. 
No, I think it needs to be tougher than that. A tougher song? A tougher song. No, I, I like I, it because I, I it represents Would the you be community. able to work out to that song? I could drink a beer. <laughs> and that's all these people are doing. <laughs> I think, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, well. You okay. know, <clears throat> kind of along the sports line, mm-hmm. right lately, within the past couple of years, we've had a pretty decent hockey and basketball team. And I'm not a mm-hmm. sports fan. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really not. I could take it or leave it. If anything, I was a big Broncos fan, but mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I don't know, fly-by-night Broncos fan. I only, mm-hmm. I'm only, a, I'll only watch the games when we have a, a, a chance to win mm-hmm. um, or a chance to be in the playoffs or mm-hmm. have a, a, a top-notch quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I guess those two teams were doing well, have mm-hmm. done well, but it didn't excite me mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Now, back in the early 90s when the Avalanche moved from Canada – to Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, te- what where did they move? They from? were the Quebec Nordiques okay. before they came here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they moved here, the first few seasons were out of control. Mm-hmm. That whole lineup. I knew those mm-hmm. who every player was. Yep. And I know nothing about hockey. I know you yeah. played hockey, so you know I don't pay too much attention you, to at it. At least yeah. you know the rules. Yeah. I had to learn when I was watching mm-hmm. those games. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Stanley Cup Stanley Cup um, mm-hmm. champions, and now I, I can't name one single player on mm-hmm. that team. I, can, I don't even know who the coach is. I don't. I have the, no idea. Who I know. The coach I know is. that yeah. Joe Sackick is still he's, somehow he's involved, the, yeah. like a general manager mm-hmm. or some executive mm-hmm. with them. Um, that's that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball. I we have a, a player called the Joker. They call him Joker. Okay, yeah, the yeah. nickname. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all I know. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I haven't followed the Nuggets since we had Dan Issel and David Thompson. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remember Dan Issel. It's called Issel the Missile. Issel the Missile. Yeah. But um, yeah. David Thompson was called Skywalker. I didn't know that. Yeah, they called okay. him Skywalker back then because he was so good at. It looked like he was walking he, on air. Yeah, yeah, he could do the rim slam downs but and all that. Yeah. Not he, not huge fans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Baseball. It's like the Rockies are tr- the executive team is trying to make the the team on the field lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, just some of the really poor decisions yeah. they've made, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. The Rockies are unique because the selling point is Coors Field, the stadium. It's an ex- great experience. That's what you do. You go to and and that's how that's what brings the the people to the ballpark. It started off being the team, right? But after a while, they caught on that people are coming for the stadium. And again, yeah. when they first came to Colorado mm-hmm. in '93, I think they started at Mile High Stadium. Mm-hmm. In '95, they Coors Field opened. Yep. But that the, that team they had on the field, I remember a lot of those players. I do too. Yeah, I can't were, remember. I don't know. If, I don't even know if I can name one player on the team now. Yeah, I can name a few, but I don't know them. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not a sports fan anymore. Yeah. It, you, you know the problem, though, when you talk about you don't know the players on the Rockies or the players on the Nuggets? or Because some of these guys are so transitional, they don't stick with the team like they used right. to. In the old way of sports, you'd have players that played for you for a long time. So you really got accustomed to it. You, you got to know these and people. I, I understand yeah. why. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a business, you know, it's crappy. It's crappy. It, it's but, because what they do is they they will sell the, the Jersey of the player who's going to be gone next year. Right. Why would you buy a Jersey of some guy that's going to be gone? They were talking about Tim Tebow. 
He was trying out right. for the Jaguars. He uh-huh. got cut. But one of the comments I heard was, well, at least they sold some jerseys. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an interesting guy. Um, I I don't know how talented he is. Um, I think he's I haven't talented. really paid, yeah. paid attention yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. I have seen him play in person. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. we were at that Steelers game when, when he did the comeback. You were there. That's... that's um, yeah. But... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, I know he's not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I read his book. Mm. I forgot the name of the book. It's amazing. Yeah. Talk about a great role model, mm-hmm. a very sp- well-established person of character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he, he was... He's a, yeah. a true winner. Regardless of not being on I a team, agree. he is a true I winner. I agree. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. <laughs> no, he's a gamer. He may not look good in practice or this and that, but mm-hmm. when it's game time... He, he's got that spark. He's got right. that, yeah, he's going to do it. So I did like him for that. And I think his story, because you read his book, mm-hmm. um, when wasn't it like a tough pregnancy his mother had and they were encouraging her to abort? I really and don't she remember. she chose not to do that it. That sounds familiar, though. Yeah, it's because, been It's been several years since mm-hmm. I read it. Yeah, so she, I, if, I don't know the actual, this is just hearsay, but I think... Um, they were encouraging her at the time to abort the pregnancy, which she did not do. And, uh, yeah. So there we go. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But what else about Colorado? Let's talk about yeah, the bad Ha 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 Well, um, I do not like how, I think the leadership for Colorado has taken a backseat to leading. Mm. Um, we've had some good leaders. Frederico Pena, I really liked him back in the day. Um, he became the Secretary of Transportation. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. good a, a guy he was. Because right. if you can move up to national, well, under I mean, Bill Clinton. Yeah, I think okay. yeah. But Frederico Pena, um, you know, they're, you're good if they'll name a street after you or a major part of the highway. If you get something <laughs> named after you, that tells you you were good as a leader. Um, um, you know. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I I got some names are coming to me like Dick Lamb, Governor Dick Lamb. He was very um, ahead of his time for the state of Colorado. Colorado and Denver was a cow town. Right. It was, it was, Colorado was Wyoming back right. then, back then right. when Dick Lamb oversaw it. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought Dick Lamb was good for steering Colorado where it needed to be. Um, there's been some other good leaders. The problem I have with Colorado right now is. They've allowed real estate to get out of control. Right. Now, when I, now you yeah. say they allowed it. How can they allow it to get out of control? Because they didn't do anything to not allow it. They didn't put into place any ceilings. It's like you cannot be charging this much for a house because it's stupid. Okay. Now, the now actual that's value I of the 100% house. 100% disagree with you. That's yeah. not the government's place to do. They should be. It's wrong. That, yeah. That's kind of mm. how we differ. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with government at all. But how the government mm-hmm. can help regulate it or <laughs> not regulate's the wrong word because yeah. I'm totally against regulation. Mm-hmm. How they can put their input in to help prevent it from getting out of control or changing zoning laws, perhaps. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, they can annex certain parts of, of different areas where they can develop. Mm-hmm. I think part of it, too— now, don't get me wrong, because mm-hmm. it's going to sound crappy. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to phrase this properly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of prime real estate in Denver that is designated Section Eight housing, 
that if they let the free market take over, that opens up a wider variety. Mm-hmm. Um, the gentrification of, of, of Denver, um, I think, has really hurt the people that have been there for sometimes generations. I've heard that term that you just mm-hmm. said. I don't quite understand it. Explain that to me. Gentrification? What is that? Yeah, what is that? That is when you have an old area. And in Denver, let's say it, it was the Highlands. It was oh, yeah. Five Points. Uh-huh. It, um, it was the um, the warehouse district in Lodo. Yes. Okay, so what happens, how gentrification, I guess, overall to, just to kind of paraphrase what it means, it's the improvement of an area okay. that increases the property value. Okay. Um, and the downside of it, a lot of the existing residents there can no longer afford oh, to live there. So it forces them out. Yeah. Okay. So basically, you know, a lot of people just simply describe it. It is minorities getting pushed out mm. and white people coming in yep. um, that okay. can afford to live there. So that's what that term means. Right. Ah, okay. So it all started with the Col- going back to sports with the Colorado Rockies, in my opinion, with, yes. with them building the stadium in the mm-hmm. area they built it in. Exactly. That area had to be turned around. Yeah. Now, as a leader mm-hmm. and as a resident of an area, you don't want a bunch of shitholes in your city where mm-hmm. it's just a lot of crime, mm-hmm. a lot of rundown housing, a lot of rundown commercial areas, the broken windows yep. type things. Yep. If you have a chance to improve it, well, improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the downside is it could push people out. Mm-hmm. Now, the part that I don't understand, I could how it could push out existing property owners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you own your house, let's say in Five Points, mm-hmm. at a house that's been there almost 100 years, and yeah. if you're living there, mm-hmm. well, wouldn't you want that? Because now your the, your property value has skyrocketed. Yeah. However so, have your, have your property taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're renting, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Because yeah. that once your lease up. is up, your, mm-hmm. your rent is gonna quadruple. Mm-hmm. Or your house is going, or the house that you're renting is going to get sold, and they're going to, mm. they're going to put a, a two million dollar house on that property now. So, that's with gentrification. Okay. So, one of the things that, what the government can do to help, well, I guess I have to think about this a little more. What the government yeah. can do to help the increase of housing in Colorado. Yeah. I don't think putting a cap on it it's not the government's place first of all it's not legal to Mm. um and i just don't think it's the right thing Mm. to do they need to really okay let's approach this differently because you make a good point that's not their place but they need to uh real estate these days is very ugly um so i was talking to a real estate agent um a few weeks ago because i posed a question she I talked to her on the phone. One of the things she did not agree with that occurs is the, uh, I think she called it the appraisal gap, is what she said. What is that? So what happens is you have the fair market value of a house, what it should fairly be marked at. That's what somebody's willing to pay. Well, no, it's what the actual cost of the house would be if you were to buy it. Like what the actual value of the house is. Okay. But, you know, here in Colorado, the prices have been so high anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, if you dropped it down to what the actual value of the house, you know, it's it's quite a bit different than what today's prices are. But that's just because over the years, the cost of housing here has just been way above okay. what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they 
got, I think it's called the appraisal gap where um, you, you set your price for a house and then you'll have the appraiser that goes there and ups the value. And okay. that, that kind of, you know, it makes it tougher for the buyer because the value of the house is appraised higher than what it really should be. I, I yeah. see it yeah. in two different ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with your understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and believe me, I, I'm probably wrong, but this is just kind of I how, could be off too. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is, is just off one this conversation. Is, this I is have. how yeah. I interpret that mm-hmm. that meaning. What did you call it? Appraiser gap? Appraisal gap. Appraisal is gap. I think what they refer I to I would yeah. c- think appraisal gap is there's a price that I am able to sell mm-hmm. my house for. Yeah. Okay. That is based off of other potential uh, buyers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say it's five hundred thousand. Um, I could list it five hundred thousand. I'll get a couple people interested. A couple offers made at five hundred thousand yeah. because those people feel <clears throat> that's what it's worth, and that's what they're willing to pay. To me, that is the true value of the house. It's now five hundred thousand. Of what someone's willing to pay because they're willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. Now I think we're the appraisal gap comes in mm-hmm. is when you look at websites or apps like Zillow, mm-hmm. Tru- uh, Trulia, Trulio. Yeah. Um, those apps where they're listing your house at five hundred and ninety thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But I think if you actually looked, mm-hmm. if you tried to list it at the five hundred and ninety thousand, after not being able to sell it for a while because nobody's going to offer that amount. Yeah. Maybe if you get lucky, yeah. somebody will come in and pay it. It can happen. It can happen. Yeah, it and can I, happen. And but it does happen. If somebody, the, the majority of the time, people will come in and decide what they're willing to pay is closer mm-hmm. to 500000 mm-hmm. That is the true value. To me, that's what appraisal gap means. Mm-hmm. And I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but. You might have a really good uh, um, handle of because, that. Because maybe that's, that is. But. Where I have a problem, yeah. where I have mm-hmm. a problem is when you say what the house is actually worth. And mm-hmm. What are you looking at at that point? You know the the cost of building it, building or, it. Yeah, yeah. Or, and the thing is, mm-hmm. it, a lot of that has to do with location because, mm-hmm. especially in established areas, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to build a house there. Not always. Sometimes yeah. they they'll buy one of those old houses, tear it down, and yeah. But still, that has to be super expensive. Mm-hmm. They may be able to buy the property, tear down the house, build a new one for let's say five hundred thousand, and then when it's completed, and now it's worth eight hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't know. That, I'm sure that happens. Well, even with small houses here, we're nine hundred square feet. Right. For four hundred thousand dollars. That's crazy. That's stupid. So that is definitely a downside <laughs> of Colorado. Oh god. Um, so that's that's a negative. It's yeah. definitely a yeah. negative, um, and it, it's bad in Boulder. It's bad mm-hmm. everywhere between Boulder and Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's bad in Fort Collins. It's bad yeah. just about everywhere. If in you want to go somewhere that's reasonable, Pueblo. Right. That's your destination, right. Pueblo. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I don't want to, nothing against Pueblo, but it's just not my style. Yeah. Want to hear something interesting about Pueblo? No okay. one no one ever talks about Pueblo. When is the last time you watched the news and they said in Pueblo today? I, I've actually heard it and I'm trying to remember. No, yeah. You're rebuking everything I, I, I say. It, I think it You're might, not fun. It might have been you. in a movie I watched. Really? They mentioned Pueblo. Okay, thank you. I was God. like, are they mentioning Pueblo, Colorado? Uh-huh. Maybe. Kind of makes mm. sense, but maybe not. Isn't it, Pueblo a building too? 
that oh, a yeah, style? That, okay. That's a style building that yeah. the Native Americans live in okay. in New Mexico. Okay. Maybe they were referencing the no, building and not so. the place. <laughs> You're right. But, yeah. Yeah. And any no, place in, no. the, in the mountains in, is super yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember wanting to, at some point, sell this house that we live in now and use the proceeds to buy something in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Not even close. No, not even a chance. That's not now. happening. But no, that, isn't yeah. that a nice thought, though? A very nice thought. Yeah. Be kind yeah. of secluded by yourself, mm-hmm. not too far from, I don't know, from Conifer mm-hmm. or someplace like that. Oh, yeah. So that's definitely a downside. And I feel, yeah. really feel bad for young folks that... I feel like, bad for me. Yeah. I mean, for me... If you're not I mean, a property owner right now, uh-huh. you are You screwed. are not going to become a property right. owner. That's how it is. You, yeah. Because you, I rent right mm-hmm. now. And because I pay high rent i can't save for the idea of, right. of owning a home and, so and, i'm stuck and what sucks stuck. we could probably find a mortgage for you that's going to be less the than the rent. mortgage would be less right. but because i pay such high rent that ain't going to happen yeah, yeah. so how am i going to save money for an overpriced house right now i'm wondering now for for people that who own houses or paying mm-hmm. a mortgage on a house mm-hmm. if the only way their kids are going to get a house is for to kill off the parents yeah basically yeah. you know until yeah. they die and mm-hmm. um either the hopefully the house will be paid off that they could pass to the kids and yeah um <clears throat> that's just that's just crazy though crazy yeah. thinking yeah are are suburban houses going to be passed down to their kids like how farm property used to get passed be passed down to kids mm-hmm. um you know in eastern colorado or oh. kansas and places like that mm-hmm. is that something that's coming up well, worth worth seeing, I guess. I know. Yeah, we'll see. There's a few financial celebrities, mm-hmm. I guess you could call them, mm-hmm. that say, "Don't worry about passing your your property down or saving money for your kids." Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're adults; they could manage on their own. And I don't know if I feel that way. It's funny you say celebrity. Is there a certain celebrity that you saw that? Because I, I did I think see. it was it was Susie Orman. Okay, she said that. Yeah, she said, "Don't worry about leaving money for your kids." Really? Yeah, you okay. should enjoy your retirement, stuff okay. like that. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. Well, Daniel Craig, who's the 007, you uh-huh. know, um, he just in the last few days have been, there's been an article about how he does not intend to leave his kids any inheritance because what was his, I can't remember the actual wording, but he just didn't believe in it. Okay. He did so not it must be it. more common than what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Is he planning on leaving it to charity? Is he planning on spending that, it that's all? A is he good, planning yeah. on leaving it to that's a good point. Does stranger, he, is he going to yeah. just set it out for other purposes? Who knows? Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody like Bill Gates or Elon Musk mm-hmm. decided, "I'm not going to leave anything to my kids. I'm going to spend it all." Yeah. It would be impossible. You it would be impossible to yeah. spend billions. Of you dollars. may as well just build rockets and go into space with it. Yeah, you could yeah. send a rocket every year. You still mm-hmm. wouldn't spend it all. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Real estate in Colorado sucks right now. Um, I want to say yeah. something, and a lot of people are going to disagree with mm-hmm. me. I'm going to say the job market. You know, I know there are a ton of jobs available mm-hmm. right now, but these are good-paying jobs, but not great-paying paying jobs. Okay. Uh, it, especially, I think it's a good time to be, as far as the job market goes, a young person who's very tech-savvy. I think those jobs are available here. They're in a bad position because they don't own property. 
somebody like us or like me, I'm going to say, because you are more tech savvy than I am. And you've, you're in that field. I don't know. You set this whole up, <laughs> this whole thing up. I was just watching you. I, yeah. The, but you, you've been in the industry for a long time as far as technical support, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I think since a lot of us own property, a lot of us have had various jobs, but like myself, where I'm at an age where I'm done with the corporate world, I'm done with emails, I'm done with the bullshit political stuff, Mm -hmm. finding a good job now, but abandoning that stuff, Mm -hmm. I think is very difficult. Um, I don't know what's happening. How do you go backwards is what you're thinking. How do you, how do you go, go backwards, backwards without giving up the pay would be how do you, ideal. How do you get the good job without having to deal with all the stuff that yeah. jobs I, I think part yeah. of the answer is being an entrepreneur. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it your way. Yeah. And, and which which Beck mm-hmm. and I have done. And we, you know, we lost a business before, mm-hmm. which wiped us out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were down and out. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at you. Look at where you're at today. No, they're not even close, man. Yeah. We lost my 401k. Mm-hmm. We lost everything mm-hmm. towards our retirement. However, you want to know something? A lot of people lose their 401ks for one reason or another, which is yeah. the, the, one of yeah. the dumbest things you can do. Yeah, which is one of the dumbest things you can do. Very if, true. I've done uh, it twice. Really? Yeah. Mine would be worth mine would be worth well over a million dollars right now. Damn. I might have been able to retire. Okay, your, right yours now. was stupid. Mine was stupid. It wasn't <laughs> worth that much then. Yeah. Um, but I started when I was 18 mm, and I worked good. for a company where that was doubling it, mm-hmm. matching it immediately. Yeah. And, that and that's com- probably a good match at that time. It's a great match. What Even was now. the match? Do you remember what the match was? It, it was dollar for dollar. So whatever you put in, they matched it. Uh, up to yeah. like six or 7%. I don't oh, okay. So they, they did stop right. it. They okay. did stop it. Okay. But uh, I had access to what they call the preferred stock, mm-hmm. which was, private stock in that company. There's a public stock that they sell that's out on the oh, market, yeah. and then there's a preferred stock that mm. is privately sold. It's worth a ton. Mm. Either way, I don't want to talk too much about it because that's <laughs> too depressing. But we gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave it a, a heck of a shot. The entrepreneur yeah. spirit. Yeah. Right. But we it, we risked too much, and we mm. got in a position that there was too much. There was a lot more involved than what we realized. Yeah. And it was a very expensive process for us to learn as we, as we went. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm totally up to being an entrepreneur again. I don't first, but the biggest problem right now Mm -hmm. is I don't have the resources to go about a lot of the, or a lot of the, I don't have enough capital to pursue a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to risk this house. Yeah. And the reason being is because we, took such a big financial hit Mm -hmm. we had to grind it out Mm -hmm. to save this house yeah Um, we were on the verge of losing it yeah i remember at one point you were talking about having to sell the house right yeah and i just kind of pulled my head out of my ass and saying there has to be a way not to do this and yeah it came to grinding it came to working 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 not necessarily working smart Mm -hmm. because you don't time to figure stuff out at that point but you yeah. have to work and you have to get money coming yeah. in yeah so yeah if, if people our age yeah i think have a problem finding good paying jobs starting over now i don't know mm-hmm. if that's unique to colorado i don't know if that's unique to this time period 
I think I would imagine it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's specific to here. Um, it's just, yeah, just how it is. So <laughs> there are a couple things that I've looked into. But, you know, I think I just need to keep, at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not so po- much. It's funny because you're talking about entrepreneurship and this and that. But there's a new term for it now. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's a new term. So people do it a little differently. You're not talking about your fans only page, are you? <laughs> My side hustle? <laughs> yes. No, but I was going to bring up the term side hustle. Oh, you absolutely. hear that a lot. So people have their day jobs and then they'll have their side hustle. So what's your side hustle? So I think that's how people are, are going about it these days. And yeah. quite honestly, my side hustle, which was mm-hmm. driving, mm-hmm. you know, Uber, Lyft, oh, yeah, DoorDash, yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm was a way we saved this house good and, and both of us did it good. we had regular yeah. jobs and then we had our side hustle that was now were you good because when you're a driver you know it's it's nice easy money you know it's it i did it too and mm-hmm. i enjoyed it but you have to be really good when it comes to tax time yeah were you yeah. good are yeah. you good yeah. with your taxes i, I prepared and all that? i prepared okay. because because that. that's where it's going to bite and, you and the reason being mm-hmm. the reason why i was so meticulous mm-hmm. at our taxes was because when I say we took a big hit with our, with our big business, business venture, yeah. mm-hmm. taxes were involved. Yeah, in which we it took it took oh, years taxes it took way. years yeah. to get that strained out. Yeah, years. The IRS doesn't give a shit. They're going to get their money. Yeah, and if they would have made me sell this house yeah. and and you know so who is worse off. than the IRS when it comes to taxes? Oh, the state of Colorado. <laughs> and that's just one more thing. The department. Of, my, are you talking about the Department of Revenue? Their tax. The uh, state of, of Colorado with taxes. Okay. Yeah. So they're, the Department of they're, Revenue. They're worse than the IRS. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've had my. I had my. Yeah. I've had my um, issues with them that we had to get resolved yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's one more knock with Colorado. So throw no, I, that down. I don't yeah. know if that's just unique to Colorado though. I think it's just. Well, you know, for all the money the state makes, hand over fist, marijuana, this and that. Golly. I mean, you would think. They'd be fat and happy. I wish I would have jumped into the marijuana industry early, early on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, have you seen The Sopranos by chance? I've never okay. watched it. Yeah, there, it opened the episode one, the pilot episode. Actually, in the first couple minutes, mm-hmm. Tony Soprano is seeing a therapist, and that's kind of like the. Theme. Oh, I do remember that okay. part. Yeah, he he mentioned something that I always felt like I've been late on the on. Uh, the good things or I feel the same I, I, way I've come in late on, on something good mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like the marijuana industry maybe one mm-hmm. uh, I, I had a friend that I used to work with and unfortunately we lost contact I, mean, I haven't seen or heard from him from years in years mm-hmm. but he before it was even legal here he was researching and doing his due diligence on it becoming legal and the opportunities and I hope he's doing well now mm-hmm. Um, but I have no doubt that, that he is in that industry one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. He just showed uh, an plus, interest back plus then. Plus he is super smart, financial okay. guy, super smart as it was. Would I know them? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. All but, right. um, so getting late in, a, getting in late on something good. Yeah. I, I felt that way for a while. Yeah. And, and part of it was computer programming. Yeah. I, I, I always thought, hmm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much a. An introvert that can stare at a computer screen yeah. for a long time, and I could visualize yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. put numbers to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I, when I was a database analyst, yeah. I was I was pretty good at it. But 
I never got into programming. I never learned how to um, how to write code. You know what would have been uh, for me in the '90s? It was website creation. Mm-hmm. If you knew how to build a website, oh my god! Can you imagine? You could, man. And so. Getting yep. in light on something good, I think, has been kind of a theme. It sounds like of both our lives right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to be willing to risk mm-hmm. um, a, a lot. And th- for us right now, our biggest risk would be time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in our 50s. And risking another 10 years on something that may or may not happen. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to start again. I don't want to start yeah. over again at 60. Mm-hmm. But... If you don't risk it, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, the good news in that regard is that you're never satisfied. And, you know. It's How not, is that good it's, news? It's, well, it's not like we're in our 50s, as you put it. And we. <laughs> I am. And, well, no, no, no. <laughs> but what I'm saying, it's not like we're in our 50s and you've accepted it. You know, there have been times. Yeah. And that's, down, you know, when I'm feeling down. Mm-hmm. Like, you say this is this, this this is it this is this is it yeah what do i do now yeah. watch matlock <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's <laughs> i i go to my dad's house and uh my dad's 75 and he's he's yeah um but when i go to his house he's always got these old cowboy shows on tv how old <laughs> it's like oh god what were the rifleman the rifle that's uh, old stuff like that's that really it's old. just very old <laughs> stuff on tv and i sit there he's got on tv and i can't stand to watch this stuff yeah. it's like it's just <laughs> bad it's just bad i guess at the time for what it was that's all you had so mm-hmm. but i understand why he watches it because it's it comfort. reminds him of when it was on tv it's back like then. comfort yeah. food yeah and it, it takes him back and, and Beck, Beck yeah. watches some mm-hmm. old shows yeah um, typically when i say old i'm talking about early 90s that yeah it's comfort for her yeah um i'll come down in the morning on the weekend or something like that and she'll be watching dr quinn Mm-hmm. Um, just because she is comfortable watching it. Yeah. And I, I have a comfort show too. I watch Seinfeld when, not that often, but yeah. if there's an episode on, I'll definitely stop and probably watch it. Mm-hmm. That's my comfort, mm-hmm. comfort food as far mm-hmm. as TV goes. Another part of Colorado, um, that a downside there's yeah it's getting it's getting too populated man i was gonna say development what mm-hmm. really bothers me is you get these really nice pieces of land and you see it developed and right. it's like, man you know what you took something that was priceless and you assigned a number to it right yeah put a house on yeah it. like that strip of road on federal from what is it 84th where the old red school buildings yeah mm-hmm. where that, that Are they castle that? building I heard because it's been farmland, and when you right. drive that strip, you got this uninterrupted With view of the mountains. Probably the best, the best views in it's Denver, gorgeous of downtown and the mountains. Yeah, you're uh-huh. at the perfect spot because you sit mm-hmm. high. You got the mountainous views. It's there's nothing obstruct obstructing it, and then uh, you have the the city. Now I down believe the church owns that land. Uh, the school or yeah, whatever which is, that is. Which is a re- well, I think it's been farmed, so maybe you're right. Maybe mm-hmm. they lease it to a farmer who, but there is a house there, like a small it, house. It could, is it an old house? I don't remember. Yeah, it's like okay. an old style house that's there in the middle of the field. Do you think that's so, going to get developed? I've heard that it's going to be developed, and that just kills me. With what? 
Oh, housing. 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 Yeah, it's going to be housing. Um, and then, you know, Carl's Dairy Farm. I drove by there not too long ago. Yep, it's it's going to be it's housing. Crazy. It's gone. It's gone. And now Irma yep. goes through. It goes to the other side of 120th now, right? Um, there's a little story to that because part of that land is North Glen. The other part is Thornton. Right. And the two of the cities cannot agree okay. on how so that, maybe, that should be developed. So you're not really going to see Irma cut through all the way. I think that it's really funny where the boundaries are with Northland mm-hmm. and Thornton because you'll see the road doing one thing, and then once you hit Northland or, or <laughs> the other way around, the road totally does right. something different. And it's because they cannot agree on how it should be Now, done. when I was really yeah. young, we lived off 119th. Yeah. Um, right there near the dairy. Gasoline Alley? Yeah. Gasoline and, Alley. Uh, and um, I remember going to that dairy. Oh, That's yeah. That's where we used to get our milk. And uh-huh. you'd walk back into this huge refrigerator, and you'd grab these half-gallon glass, glass containers glass. of milk. Mm-hmm. and uh, With the foil lid? Yep, with the foil lid. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that, that dairy's been there a long time. Yeah. And probably way before our time, too, when yeah. it was just an old farm dairy. Remember just east to that as you went towards Washington? It's now a Target and that shopping mm-hmm. center and all yeah. that. But remember when that was all, what, part of the farmland? And there there was a lake. And there was right a beautiful there. house on that lake, which yeah. I'm sure were there the property owners. Uh-huh. And yeah. yeah, that's kind of stuff that can't be replaced. Yeah, it's all gone. But yeah. part of it, it so it's, I hate you, to ha- develop. You, have to make, you have to make space for people. Well, I understand the development and the housing in this and that, but be a little more selective about what gets developed and what doesn't. The problem I have with development is um, if they do develop that land off federal that we talked about, that gorgeous piece of land, it'll be an out-of-state developer that does it. Right. That has no emotional ties to this it's area. It's just business. They're just going to they're yeah. going to come in from Seattle. They're going to do what they do. They're going to make their money, and they're going to move on. Those assholes. Yeah. No, they shouldn't <laughs> allow stuff like that to happen. That's where leadership should well, come in. Yeah, I protect, protect. You I know, pr- it's one thing. What? Because it's one thing to protect the mountainous land, but also protect the city land. Now, now as Denver, well. yeah. the city of Denver, the early developers mm-hmm. had a really nice vision. Every street from Denver, you're supposed to be able to see the mountains from standing in the middle of the street. Okay, and I believe that's still true, because Denver, for those that can't picture picture this, Denver's on a grid. With yeah. the exception of downtown, yeah. it's at a 45-degree angle yeah. grid it's to angry. the rest of the grid. Yeah. So from every one of those streets, mm-hmm. either going in one direction mm-hmm. or w- one street that would be going, I guess, to be southwest to northeast and and the other one going from, from uh, southeast to northwest, mm-hmm. um, you can see the mountains. Yeah. And it's I once I heard that, I said, wow, I didn't realize that was true. And that, it that, is true. Yeah. So... Denver is now a funny with the layout because when they started doing the the mapping or whatever mm-hmm. the layout of the roads, it's like you said, the the person, the mayor, the governor, whoever at the time wanted the roads to point to Pikes Peak. Okay, that was the idea. Now, yeah. I, I also heard mm-hmm. that that is just one really cool benefit to the layout of the city. That okay. that was not the intention. Okay. I heard the intention that it was just going to be based off of of something to be tucked in as close to possible, as close as possible to the Platte River and Cherry Creek. Okay. To be, you know, where the uh, where they connect. Yeah, What's okay. that called? A convergence. Okay. 
um, where, where they meet and then just start building from that point oh, out. Okay. So I've heard a couple different things. Yeah. I think, I think it's, um, because the streets are angled, it's kind of odd. And then you, as you go away from those streets, the grid changes to your normal north south yeah. mm-hmm. so i think at one point the city developers were like well this is kind of stupid and then they just kind of did the rest of it as normal so yeah it could be yeah i i but that's a cool benefit and another it great is. benefit yeah. is that they very rarely need snow removal on those streets because oh. the sun shines yeah, through most of the day yeah. on those streets, the way the angles. Are. Well, it works if you're not building super high buildings <laughs> right there to shade the street. I, I, yeah. So you're going to have one tall building on one side, one on the other. So the morning sun's going to get blocked by this building, and then you're going to yeah. have a, an hour of sunlight before it hits this building, right. yeah, and you. then it comes from the other side. You. So well, no, but that that is a cool benefit. I never thought mm-hmm. about that. You're yeah. If, if it works that way. If it works yeah. that if way. If it works that way. But as far as the other downsides, I think the people moving here is just a little out of control. Um, yeah. I think a lot, often people bitch about people from California moving here, especially from L.A. Yeah. Um, and I think politically what politi- – political, mm-hmm. the political aspect of this is that with all those people moving here, they kind of bring in their philosophies and stuff and – change it over time now denver's been colorado's been known as a as a swing state for so long mm. um and it's typically oh, denver yeah. and boulder or, mm-hmm. or the the liberal areas mm-hmm. of the state and the rest of the state is conservative is conservative yeah. mm-hmm. but where are the people at in denver mm-hmm. and boulder so denver mm-hmm. usually swings or colorado usually swings. yeah it's board. just more congested yeah. you know you get now, more of the people why around. is that yeah. that cities are almost always blue cities yeah um you know with the with the with the uh, democrat well city council when, when you when mayor. you get a city and stuff like that you get more of the liberal arts aspect you see a lot more art around the city um you get the theatrical environment so you get more yeah, of there are a lot that, of conservatives yeah. that are i enjoy that I mean, well, a lot of- yeah, I think as you go more rural, of course, you're not going to go see, you know, um, the you're Van, not, you're not going to exhibit. You, you don't drive out to um, Wiggins to watch a musical. You know, you don't go out to Wiggins. So it, it's that kind of aspect. You get a lot more. Yeah, but why does a different why, mindset? I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But why is it that it's not just liberal people that enjoy that, those kind of things? I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it could, I'm going to guess here that a lot more conservative people are more concerned about other aspects of their life. Who's to that? Be, to be involved in, in seeing a musical downtown. Yeah. They're, they're more interested in, you know, I need to, especially if they're from rural Colorado, mm-hmm. I need to tend to the, yeah. to the livestock or yeah. The mm-hmm. fields or whatever. It, it ain't going to plow itself. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have time for that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I uh-huh. just, I just, all the major cities in, yeah. in the United States, it seems like, are, are ran That's by. just how it is. That's yeah. just how it yeah. is. I think it's just, yeah. It, it would be very tough to be a conservative in a city, right? Especially being a mayor. I mean, oh, yeah. How, yeah, first of all, you're mm-hmm. probably not going to get elected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Just I don't want to talk too much about politics. But it's yeah, just an we won't do the politics. What else do we like, love, hate about Colorado? 
How are we doing on time? Are we doing okay? I think we're okay. Okay. I, I think one of the things that is sketchy about Colorado is its past. <laughs> um, That's a good one. Some of the yeah. things that, uh-huh. obviously, we were not involved with the Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Um, or the KKK. Oh, no. The KKK is outra- was outrageous. Uh, here in yeah, Colorado. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even as close as Golden. Yeah. That was a hot spot. But just things like the Sand Creek Massacre. Yeah. Um, about there was the national the National Guard um, going in and breaking up labor disputes. Okay. Um, in coal mines in Southern Colorado, yeah. just yeah, really a violent past. Mm-hmm. A lot of the streets in Denver yeah. are named after some people that have some very scrupulous type of is that right okay yeah. any names that stand out that I, you can think of i don't want to misquote okay somebody in case they have okay. <laughs> not, that, <clears throat> mm-hmm. not that anybody's hearing this but i i'm pretty sure there's a street in denver mm-hmm. that's named after the person that ordered the sand creek massacre really yeah. oh that'd be interesting yeah to know. yeah downtown Some downtown, street downtown. Mm-hmm. but hmm. I, I think denver has a sketchy past you know or colorado um, does do you know where poetro is in Denver. I don't even it's, know what that it's, is. It's in the Capitol Hill area. It's it's a little it's a neighborhood. Is it on East Colfax there? No. Okay. Well, it's it's not far. Uh-huh. It's off Lincoln, I think, and uh it's just a few blocks away from the Capitol building. Okay. It's in the Capitol well, the Hill area. Well, the Capitol's on area. Colfax. So. Yeah. Um so you go south of the Capitol building, there's a a neighborhood called Poets Row. And the cool thing with this is the, it's a bunch of apartment buildings. It's a nice neighborhood. And the buildings are named after well-known poets. I have never seen yeah. that before. Yeah, it's it, called Poets Row. It, you should go check it out. And driving like, Uber, yeah. I uh-huh. was down at the Capitol Hill area yeah. uh-huh. a lot. It was mm-hmm. a great place. A lot of You business. probably were there. A lot of yeah. crazy bitches down there mm-hmm. and crazy dudes, mm-hmm. crazy assholes down there. Some, some lady threw a bottle at my car down there. Okay. Some homeless lady. She thought I was looking at her. So, <laughs> I was in my I was because yeah. I, I was in my car and she was doing some crazy shit right next uh-huh. to the car. Okay, thank goodness it was a plastic bottle. Yeah, but um, she was yelling something and threw it at my at my mm, car. Quit looking at her. I, she was you would watch too. It was crazy stuff. Yeah, but Poetro is this really nifty neighborhood, uh, really nice. And if you know where the Channel 4 building is... Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's right behind the Channel 4 okay. building. That's Poetry. I believe yeah. Channel 4 is either on Broadway or Lincoln. It's, it's on one uh, of those two. It's Lincoln. Uh-huh. It's Lincoln. Yeah, because Broadway is the next one that goes Broadway south. Broadway goes yeah. south. Yeah. So goes north. Lincoln okay. is north. Uh-huh. And I said Lincoln, I think, but um, I can't recall the street that's behind where Poetro is. But the reason why I bring it up is there's on the corner is a, a building called Montgomery Courts. It's also apartments, and I lived there at one time. Mm-hmm. And it sits right on the corner. And one day I was down in the basement because they had uh, the the building's uh, washer and dryer was down there. So I went down there and I ran into the maintenance guy who was working down there. Uh-oh. And he told me <laughs> that that building itself used to be a cat house back in the day. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, and, that's cool history. Though. Yeah. It was a cat house. And he even said... There's a tunnel that goes from that build that building 
to the Capitol building. It's underground. That is really interesting. So and you I do, would see. I have yeah. heard about the tunnels mm-hmm. in downtown. Yeah, there before. are tunnels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brown Palace apparently has really? a tunnel. That, yeah, there's but a, that, that's yeah. a long tunnel from the to the Capitol building. Well, I where. don't know if it goes to the Capitol building, but no. there are supposed to be some tunnels underground there. No, yeah. the one that yeah. you were just telling me about the cat house. Oh yeah, to yeah, the Capitol. That's yeah. It's still about several blocks away. Uh, yeah, but it's it's a straight shot though. I it's thought you were going to say that yeah. you saw the maintenance guy down in your basement, and this was going to take a Pulp Fiction twist. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would not have been. He good. was he was throwing bodies in the incinerator. Yeah, yeah. just to keep us warm. So it was nice. Yeah. It was a nice gesture. Yeah, that was yeah. nice of him. You know, yeah. well, hey, it's been about an hour, so kind of want to cut it off now. And yeah, so what did we really? We didn't when it came to Colorado. We didn't really accomplish anything. (laughs) I think we did. I think it was healthy. I think it was a good conversation. Well, it's It's something to build on because some insight. Yeah, on some things. Yeah, Um, uh, because it is a nice day in Colorado, and uh, you know, Colorado ultimately is near and dear in my heart, in all our hearts. I think it's a great state. But it's not a perfect state by any means. There's a lot of crap. There's something that I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. Um, and. I don't want this to sound unpatriotic because I, I feel myself, mm-hmm. I feel that I am a patriot to this mm-hmm. great country you live in. Yeah. Do you consider yourself Coloradan first or an American first? Coloradan, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Because. Let, let's yeah. say if the shit really hit the fan mm-hmm. yeah. where the federal government, mm-hmm. the eastern part of the country was doing some really crazy shit that you just didn't believe in. The eastern side? Yeah. And then the west kind of separated, Mm. let's say, along Mm -hmm. the Mississippi River or whatever, or the Arkansas River, or just just the true west, like Mm -hmm. from Colorado. Let's say it was just Colorado, Arizona, Mm -hmm. Wyoming type of thing. Yeah, just down the borders, Yeah, and you had to to decide Uh what side you're going to be on. I go with the west. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to talk about this mm-hmm. in an upcoming podcast yeah, about cho- about choosing sides, not mm-hmm. necessarily what I just mentioned, mm-hmm. but choosing sides when you live in a combat area mm-hmm. because you may have your values and your beliefs mm-hmm. to go to one side, yeah, but you want to be on the winning side too mm-hmm. because you don't want to yeah you don't want to be killed mm-hmm. you know what would it take for you to choose? The probable losing side because of yeah. your beliefs. Okay. So that's yeah. something I want to talk touch on next yeah. time. Maybe yeah. not next time, but sometime soon. So if I understand you right, what you're planning is an uprising and you want to gauge <laughs> where I am with yeah, this. Because to, you will make the difference if we're going to win or yeah. lose. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I hope it never, ever gets to that point. And, yeah. and, but, you know, history often repeats itself. So... Mm. Yeah, and we've been very fortunate in this young country of ours not to well to only have dealt with it once mm. during the Civil War. So, yeah, we live in crazy times. Yep. But when isn't it crazy? It's always crazy. Sometimes yeah. it's crazier than other times. Well, I think we just hear about it more with the internet and all yeah, that. Could yeah. be. Yeah, there's a lot of there's crazy stuff in the going past. On, crazy yeah. people doing stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.